Yeah, John Williams, part of the uh, Afternoon Trail, 103.3 KDTR-FM, Florence, Missoula, locally owned and operated by the Missoula Broadcasting Company. In the trail lunchbox today, some beautiful uh, table setting. I'm thinking uh, a white tablecloth and some, uh, some, fine, some fine dinnerware, mm. lunchware. As we class up the joint with Julia Tai of the Missoula Symphony, the music director, and Scott Billadou, welcome to the trail. Thank you. Both of you. Julia, we've had you in recently mm -hmm. talking about all things Missoula Symphony. Yes. And Scott, welcome to the trail. I know you've uh, been in our old studio. Welcome to the new digs. I like it. And uh, really great to have you here as well. Scott, as a, uh, working as a composer to revise a score or part of my notes. I know that, Scott, you're musically inclined. My, uh, my knowledge of you goes way back to uh, the coffee bus yeah, yeah. on the UM campus <laughs> yes. all those years Java ago. Bus, yes. It was one of those things where, you know, you imagine Montana without coffee shops, right? You imagine them without, um, or the coffee shops we have today. You imagine without coffee kiosks. And then here comes Scott in a bus uh, serving uh, high-end coffee to UM students, and it was brilliant. It was the right time in the right place. Mm. You know, it was an accidental business success in a lot of ways. Yeah. yeah. Bringing and, espresso to the University of Montana was a big deal in the early 1990s. And so I thought, this guy is, this guy is a bit of a genius. Mm -hmm. And then you were uh, involved with, um, what all have you been well, involved was, with from a business standpoint? music and business at the time. And uh, so we're, we're getting ready to perform Dr. Donald O. Johnston's Fourth Symphony here coming up on this concert, and that's who I studied with during that time. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. So, you know, I knew you were a genius in the business world, but now a genius in the musical world Well, as I wouldn't well. say that. The genius is sometimes overused. Well-regarded. <laughs> You're a well-regarded uh, person in the musical community here in Missoula. Well, if that's true, I, I am privileged and honored to be so. We were playing the John Williams Superman theme because that is kind of the uh, sum of what you'll be playing, mm -hmm. Julia. Yeah. And I know uh, from talking to you, but also having uh, been a trumpet player, I know how much you're asking from the symphony <laughs> to play that song and especially at the end. Right. right. So let's run down, uh, let's run down the concert, uh, the upcoming sure. Superheroes concert. Yeah, so this um, concert is superhero themed. And like Scott said earlier, we're playing um, Dr. Donald Johnston's Fourth Symphony and um, now rebranded as um, the Lewis and Clark Symphony. And Dr. Johnston is a well-regarded um, legendary professor mm -hmm. and composer here in Missoula for many years. So we're very honored to present the symphony to our community. And along with the, um, his symphony, we are doing John Williams' um, Superman March we are also um, playing a wonderful piece by a Finnish composer, Sibelius. And this is um, a hero from the Finnish epic Kalevala. And the hero's name is Lemminkainen. And this is a wonderful story about um, this hero goes out um, in the wild and trying to um, hunt this um, black swan and then he died but his mother rescued him pick up his pieces sold him back together and brought him back to life and he returned as a hero and so that's a, a wonderful story in the finnish um, mythology as well and also one more piece yeah. on the program this this concert uh, we actually have seven pieces on the program it's a wonderful wow. kaleidoscope you know yeah um, 
lots of different sounds. And then the, a piece we're starting the concert was actually Joan Tower's Fanfare for the Uncommon Woman. It's um, Joan Tower. Okay. Yes, she's one of the most important living female composers right now, mm -hmm. and she's played a lot by a lot of symphonies around the country. And she wrote um, a series of those fanfare, and it was. Um, in reaction to Copeland's fanfare for the uncommon man. Mm -hmm. And then so she would start writing fanfare for the uncommon woman. Beautiful. And she has a series of six of them over um, the course of 30 years or so. Was and she writing at a time when, um, and composing at a time when women were commonly exactly. doing such? Exactly, yeah. She's, she's kind of the trailblazer um, okay. for women composer. She was kind of doing it at the time when nobody else was. And um, yeah, so a very important figure in the classical music world. And then the Sibelius, um, will you, do you run down the story at the, at the concert yes. or is that it? Okay. Yeah. So people can get that in their mind when they're listening. Right. Right. Um, yeah, actually it's, it's a super long story. This is an epic, you know, a, a big volume. And I was just um, doing some research and I heard like Token actually got a lot of his idea for Lord of the Rings um, from this Finnish epic. Beautiful. Some yeah. Of the character ideas. Very uh, approachable music for, for, for many. Mm -hmm. um, if you say, well, I don't know if I'd go to the symphony. It sounds kind of highfalutin. It's like, no, this would be the show to attend. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, Scott, what does this mean coming back around to Donald Johnston, um, uh, someone you had uh, studied under, and um, this Lewis and Clark Symphony? What what does that mean to you? Well, it's a very interesting story in and of itself because his symphony was composed originally as as the Fourth Symphony, and what is considered in musical terms to be absolute music, meaning that there's not necessarily a story around mm. it. Mm -hmm. And so it's so interesting to hear about the other pieces on the program because. Typically, there is a story uh, around a musical work. And so you, you sort of have this uh, dichotomy sometimes between absolute music, music just for music's sake, mm -hmm. and programmatic music, you know, music with a story. And so Dr. Johnston actually did not consider his fourth symphony to be anything other than just music. Music, right. And so I went to him a few years ago and said, you know, uh, I'm more of a storyteller, and, and so is he. He's written plenty of programmatic music as well, actually. Mm -hmm. But I said, you know, I, I actually hear the story of Lewis and Clark in the symphony. And would you be open to kind of exploring that and seeing if we can't sort of reimagine it to be the story of Lewis and Clark? And I met with Dr. Hal Stearns about, you know, some of the more epic moments of the journey and mm -hmm. how that might align with the music. And and so we've been working on this a while, actually, and now we have sort of reimagined it as the Lewis and Clark Symphony. And at 92 years old, mm -hmm. he composed a symphonic coda for the end of the symphony for when Lewis and Clark reached the Pacific Ocean and see it for the first time, um, mm -hmm. which is a monumental moment, of course. Uh -huh. It's really interesting that that's what you heard. You know, we were talking about Copeland, and, and that, that's more of the epic tale of, of everybody moving out west, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. staking their claim. But Lewis and Clark, certainly more of an adventure, obviously, nothing was here in right, those right. days. <laughs> yeah. There was, as you were saying earlier, there was no California. There was no Montana. There were no... Um, no coffee shops. No coffee shops, <laughs> things <laughs> like that. So it's Lewis and Clark. Obviously, we need to, we all are aware that there was a civilization here. Right, that there were That there were people here. But Lewis and Clark, what does that sound like? And, and you, hearing this Symphony Number no. 4, you said, ah. 
I hear Lewis and Clark. Yeah, I, I heard in his original orchestrations this sort of sound of the West mm-hmm. and, again, sort of the adventure of it. And, you know, in my mind, like the Gates of the Mountains, mm-hmm. um, which I was fortunate to go through early in life, uh, which is its own sort of remarkable, you know, piece of landscape. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, he was, he was at first not so sure, but he was intrigued. And the more we talked about it, and he's like, okay, I, I like this. I think there is something here. And he composed it here, right? Mm-hmm. Which is, as I say, a stone's throw right. from Lewis and Clark's expedition. So They, they came down Front Street. Right, exactly. <laughs> so I was like, you know, the street. spirit of Lewis and Clark was here while you yeah. were composing it. You know, who's to say that it didn't sort of, you know, bleed over into your absolute music. Oh, that's pretty, right. that's, that's pretty brilliant. <laughs> I'm talking to Scott Billadu and Julia Tai, music director of the Missoula Symphony. Miz, uh, Julia, superheroes. Uh-huh. That's kind of what we're, we're talking about here with this yes. concert, but it's not just grabbing the known superheroes like a Superman, but then adding all the different uh, theme songs. This is, right. this is a little different. We're, we're, we're digging into like a Joan Tower who you would say is a superhero mm-hmm. For a woman as composer, a trailblazing uh, female composer. And so, so what does that mean to you and uh, growing up superheroes? What was that? Well, I think um, what I wanted to present to our audience is that superheroes come in so many different forms. You know, there's the, the heroic one that we see on the movie s- screen. There's also all these people around us. There could be professors at the university. They could be teachers in school. Mm-hmm. They could be, you know, just your mentors, your your uncle, your grandfather. You know, they sure. come in so many different forms. And, and I wanted to create different layers of superheroes that we all have surrounding us. And another um, thing that we're doing for this concert is that uh, one of the pieces we're playing side by side with the Missoula Youth Symphony. And um, it's a really special occasion for our um, symphony musicians who um, are also teachers in schools or mm-hmm. private teachers, and they get to play with their students on stage side by side. How and great then, is that? And then the students can experience playing on stage at a symphony mm-hmm. concert. And so in some ways, all of those people are superheroes um, in in the community that we live in. So Yeah, and, and, and time to take a, a fresh look at what we consider a superhero. They're all around us. Mm-hmm. Scott, um, Donald Johnston, pretty psyched about will, will he be able to make it too? He is. He okay. is going to come up to Missoula. Uh, I mean, he lived in Missoula for a very long time, but he's uh, currently in South Dakota. Uh, okay. The sun. And, you know, he's a, sort of his own superhero in, in so many ways. <laughs> and as far as I can tell, the only serviceman in American history uh, to have been awarded the Bronze Star in the U.S. Army mm. for music composition. Uh-huh. Wow. So during the Korean War, uh-huh. uh, he was basically commissioned by General Ginder to compose uh, march music to kind of bring the morale mm-hmm. of the 45th uh, U.S. Army Division up. And he was so enthralled with what what he did in his work and the effect that it had, mm-hmm. he awarded him the Bronze Star. So besides telling the Lewis and Clark story through musical notes, you also probably want to kind of sing... Uh, Donald Johnston's praises as, yeah, absolutely. as telling his story. Yeah, and absolutely. So, so yes. he comes in on this uh, on this superhero thing. Did you pick this, Julia? Did you pick this theme? Mm-hmm. Uh, superheroes. Yeah. It's kind of a, a dare I say now more than ever type thing. It look, you know, looking around trying to say, you know, we've been through 
a bit the last few years, and it doesn't look like anything's uh, necessarily always getting better and brighter. So where are these superheroes that are in our lives that are, that are tangible? Mm -hmm. And, and I think that, that sounds like you really nailed it. Thanks. Um, The, uh, the symphony, where are you guys holding the uh, symphony concert this time around? It's at the Denison Theater. At the Denison. Uh, A beautiful theater. Good sound in the Denison? It is pretty good sound, yes. Okay. And refurbished from the days when I saw the Beastie Boys and Violent Films and some other. Pearl Pearl Jam was in there. Yeah, I went through a major renovation uh, years ago Mm -hmm. uh, and turned in from the University Theater to the Denison Theater. Denison Theater. And it is quite nice. Much more comfortable and uh, and good sound. MissoulaSymphony.org. Upcoming shows are are different. Uh, Superheroes, Friday, uh, November 4th. And then uh, you said Saturday? Sunday. Sunday. Okay, so Friday Sunday and Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We were talking about this thing trying to trying to fit it around certain other activities, Grizz football. <laughs> um, so it's Friday and Sunday. So 11-4 and 11-6. Uh-huh. And yes. folks can get tickets at MissoulaSymphony.org? Yes. Okay. Or call the office. Any parting shots, Scott Billadiel? Uh, well, I, I think this is an epic program, and you know, kudos to Julia for her amazing programming. I mean, she's brought so much to the symphony already in her short time here in Missoula, and I, I hope she's here for many, many years to come. Mm-hmm. And I think people have already enjoyed her programming, which, mm-hmm. which, is, which is part of the challenge of putting a great concert right. together. And well, she does a great job. As the guest, Thanks. there was a guest conductor thing at some point where you could get up there and wave the baton, but there's so much more to it. Mm-hmm. A lot of work goes into the program, bringing the symphony together, mm-hmm. everything, the inner workings. I think people would be surprised about the inner workings and all the other work. You have to, you have to come see us on a regular basis. Yes. Things like that. So we appreciate uh, not only that work ethic, but the, but the, the, uh, the brilliance that uh, Scott's talking about. So Julia, thanks for coming in and you're both Thank welcome you. to come back into the trail studio anytime you have something interesting, which I know is uh, fairly regular. So, so thanks for coming in, Julia Ty, the music director of your Missoula Symphony, and Scott Billadu, who um, will be part of this in terms of uh, Donald Johnston's Symphony Number no. Four, Lewis and Clark Symphony. We will uh, look forward to those uh, concerts coming up on Friday, eleven four, and Sunday, eleven six. Thanks so much for coming in. Thanks, thanks. for having us. Thank to the you. lunchbox today on the trail, Tedeschi Trucks Band.